Hey mamas, welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk with you today about gardening. We're getting into the time of year where everyone is starting to grow their gardens and getting stuff planted. Of course, it kind of depends on what zone you're in, but I know so many of you have considered gardening and you have a desire to do it, but you are just not sure if you have enough time to actually do it. So let's just talk about that today. How long does it actually take to start a garden in your backyard? Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. All right, so I just wanna talk about the fact that so often, Whenever we are trying something new or when we feel like we want to take on a new task, a lot of times we kind of tend to exaggerate how long it will take in our mind. And so I just want to talk about the fact that gardening really doesn't actually have to take as long as you think it might. And the other thing is that you actually get to be in control of the amount of time it takes you because you get to decide how much you want to plant and how you want to plant it. And I'm going to go over all of that today, but I just want to start off by saying, really, it doesn't have to take that long. It doesn't have to take as long as you think. It doesn't have to be something that takes you hours upon hours every every week. It can be as big or as small as you want it to be. But I think just hearing from someone else, the fact that it really doesn't have to be this extremely overwhelming task and that it can actually be very life-giving and very beneficial for you and your family in multiple ways. I think that that sometimes can give people that encouragement to go ahead and at least start and start with something small and just take that step forward in knowing that you can do this. It may, you may fail in some areas. I've failed many times and I'm not afraid of failure. I'm not afraid if I try something and it is a total flop, I will learn and try again the next year. And I'm totally fine with that. And so I just want to encourage you in this, that you can do this and that you can do it in a way that works best for you. And I think that the first thing that you have to decide is how big do you want your garden to be? And then what kind of things do you want to plant? And I think whenever you're trying to decide what kind of things you want to plant, picking things that you will really enjoy, things that you love to eat, or things that you would like for your children to try. Because as I mentioned in some previous episodes, which I will link all of the garden episodes below in the show notes that I have recorded before, But as I've mentioned, my kids are more likely to try stuff out of our garden than if I buy it at the store and I just bring it home and give it to them. So if you can be very intentional about what you want to start with, something that you feel very excited about, you know, for me, even that's, I grow a lot of flowers as well. I do grow fruits and vegetables, but I also grow a lot of flowers because they just bring me a lot of joy and it makes my heart happy. And so Even if you want to start with maybe just a couple of vegetable plants and then a couple of flowers, 
But finding those things that maybe your child has never been willing to try, but you like it and you wish that they would try it, but they haven't been open to trying it. Maybe just they have some food aversions, they have some different texture sensitivities and things like that. I think that's a great way to start is just trying to prioritize what is it that I really love to grow, that I really love to eat, and or, and or actually, which, what is it that I really want my child to try, but they're not open to trying. And just pick a couple of those things. Or again, like I said, you get to decide how big or how small you want your garden to be. You get to be in control of the amount of time that it takes you every week. I do think as you're trying to decide what you want to grow, it is very, very wise to, if this is your first time, you've never grown anything and you're not sure where to start, I would start small. I would just pick a couple of things and I would just start with those things. Because if you get, if you're like me, um, you're, you're very gung-ho and very excited whenever you take on something new and you want to do all the things. And then sometimes I tend to bite off more than I can chew and I get overwhelmed. What I have done, thankfully, as I have grown my garden is I have just grown it little by little every year. And that has helped me to actually enjoy being in the garden versus feeling like it's a burden and I'm overwhelmed by it because I'm growing my skills with each year. And then as I'm growing my skills, I'm also growing my garden. And so I'm just better equipped to increase the size of my garden every year because of that. So I think if you start small and you work up from there, that is a great way to get started without having to feel like you're going to end up very stressed out and overwhelmed. And it's just another thing to add to your to-do list. I think if you can do it in a way that still feels good, it can actually become a place of refuge and a place of peace and a place for you to have time for yourself and kind of this self-care type of thing. It is for me anyways. But if you try to do way too much, then it is going to often end up in a place of stress and overwhelm and burden. And that's not what we, what we want because the likelihood of you continuing that into next year is not great because you won't have had a good experience with it. So just trying to start small and then work your way up, knowing that it's something that takes years upon years to develop your skills and to get to where you want to be and just enjoying the process along the way. And as far as mentioning developing your skills, I just want to encourage you, like I mentioned earlier, just know that failure is going to happen without a doubt. <laughs> um, you're going to buy plant starts or you're going to try to start your own starts from seeds and something's going to die or you're going to plant it in the ground and it's going to die or pests will overtake it right before you get to harvesting whatever it is that you planted. And it really stinks, but just know that that it doesn't mean that you're a failure at gardening or that you have a black thumb or anything like that. It's just part of the process. It's part of learning. It Just like any type of new hobby or activity that we take on, it takes time to develop these skills. And so know that if you kill something, it's not the end of the world. That's actually why I love to try as much as I can. One of the reasons anyways, there's more, but one of the reasons that I love to try to grow as much as I can from seeds that I start myself is because it is so much more affordable to do that. And it's really not that difficult. And so if I have, and I have actually this year had some peppers that have not done that great from starts, and it's not really a big deal. I've 
honestly just pulled them up and replanted some more to let them get going again because I haven't spent, you know, $4 on a pot at the store. I spent, I don't, maybe, I don't even know, 10 cents on a seed. And then of course I had my starting mix, but that's very affordable too. So it's another reason why I love that. It gives you a little bit more uh, flexibility. Plus you can grow all kinds of cool stuff when you start, start your own stuff from seeds. But anyways, I just think that if you can go into it knowing that it's okay if you fail and that you're, it's just part of the learning experience. I think that that also can really help to take some of the stress that you could begin to feel if something's not going the way that you want it to. So really, when it comes to the time that it's going to require you, obviously, if you start your own plant starts from seed, that is going to take you some time to plant them, to water them, all of that stuff. But if you are just starting out, I would not do that. I would absolutely go to the store and buy plant starts and just put those in the ground or in a container or whatever method you're choosing to use, which I will talk on in just a little bit. But I would make it as simple as possible and just go to the store, buy the plant starts, decide what it is you want, buy those things. So really, the basics that are required pretty much are you're going to need to plant the plants. That's a one-time thing. And then you're going to obviously need to water them and you're going to need to do any kind of weeding because you don't want weeds to overtake your plants and then take all of the nutrients from your plant that needs the nutrients in the soil to grow. But you also will have to do some type of plant food on your plants as well. And it depends on what kind of plant food you use. I will link a couple of my favorites below. You could use like a liquid plant food, which Fox Farm has one that I really like. Or what I'm trying this year is a plant food from MI Gardener, which is called Trifecta Plus. And the reason why I'm really intrigued by it, although I'm not 100% positive, this is my first year, so I'm not sure on the results, although I have done some research and it seems like good results, but it is something where I'm only having to do it like once a growing season on these plants. So I actually think if you are trying to minimize your time, because with a liquid plant food, especially if you're planting in a container, you're going to need to, in the in the thick of production, you're going to need to feed that once a week, which still really doesn't take that long. It's not a big deal at all. Once a week, you would feed your plants. But if you wanted to decrease the amount of time even more than what you would do is like with the Trifecta Plus, I can literally just put it on around my plants one time that growing season and then I'm done, which I really like. But regardless... So basically, your basics are going to be, you need to get the, the plants in the ground or in the container. Then after that, all you have to do would be to water them, feed them maybe once a week or once in the growing season, depending on what you use, and then just do any kind of weeding around them. And it really doesn't take that long, especially if you're starting very small. So if you're not doing a ton of plants, you could easily do this in 15 minutes a day. And if you're like me, what will happen is you will begin to realize that this is like the 15 minutes of the day that you look forward to the most. So I love to go out like when my husband gets home from work, I go out in the evening whenever the sun is set a little bit. So it's kind of getting cooler than it has been. It gets hot where I live. And I I just love to be outside enjoying nature, praying, worshiping the Lord, and I will weed weed things, get stuff planted, water whatever I need to. It just is this time for me to unwind, to just have some intentional reflection, and 
to just get to have some time to pray, praise the Lord. It's just time to myself. And I look forward to that time so much. So you'll get to where you're like, this is the like my favorite 15 minutes of the day, if you're like me anyways. But it really doesn't have to be as time consuming as you think. You just have to get those basics down. And then obviously, as things come in, you're going to begin harvesting them. But if you're not planting this huge garden, then you could just eat the stuff as you harvest it. So it's not like you're going to have to spend an entire day canning a bunch of green beans or anything like that. If you're just starting, you're not to that point yet. And that's totally okay. You might decide one year that you want to do that. But if you don't, if you're not there yet, just start small and then harvest and eat as you go. Just bring it in and cook it up for dinner that night. It can be just that simple. It does not have to be complicated at all. Plants want to grow. They want to thrive. And so as long as we can just keep these basics going, more times than not, they're going to grow and you're going to get a harvest. Obviously, watering is something you're going to want to do on a consistent basis. The other thing that I think could be the most time consuming is trying to keep weeds out and away from your plants. But there are some ways to really reduce the amount of time that you have to spend weeding. And a few of those would be really choosing how you want or where you want to grow your plants actually. And so if you grow your plants in some kind of container, like a green stock, which I will link below as well, you're welcome to check those out. If And they, you can grow so many different things in those. So if you grow in something like that, you're not really going to have weeds in that. I do recommend getting like a really good quality soil if you're going to do that, like Fox Farm as well has a great bagged mix that you're going to want to do. That could sit on your back porch, on your patio, and you could just plant a ton of different things in that. They have so many different options of things you can plant, but you're not really going to have to deal with weeds whenever you're planting in something like that. Another option would be a raised bed container. Again, you're not going to have to deal with weeds with something like that. If you don't really have the finances to do those types of things, because they can be more pricey, then you could even do like a small in-ground bed, but then just get some mulch and mulch it up, you know, six to eight inches tall to try to cut down on the weeds that would come up through that. Now, I will say with the last option of mulching, you are still going to have to do some weeding with that option. But what I like to do is just to put either like a layer of cardboard or some organic brown paper down and then I will do some compost on top of that and then I will do a deep layer of mulch. And that really does help to cut that weed pressure down so you're not weeding as much. But really, the simplest way to me, I think that I want to give you all of those options because I think that they're all great options. But if you are truly concerned about time and about really the the stress of getting started the easiest way by far would be to do like a raised bed to do either like a green stock planter or something like that because really all you have to do is get the soil dump the soil in to fill the containers and then you basically are just going to have to make sure that you're feeding the soil which you're going to have to do no matter what it's just in those raised containers where they're not necessarily connected to the earth, you're just going to want to make sure you're feeding them more so they're getting the nutrients that they need, which is, again, a very simple thing to do. I think it's a great way to get started and it's just going to keep everything very streamlined for you. And I think that that can really help us to kind of overcome that hurdle of the overwhelm that we might feel whenever we're trying to take on something very unexpected. So I hope this has been helpful. And then just to remind you, 
don't let it overwhelm you. Remember, you get to decide how much you want to plant. You get to be in control. You get to decide what you want to plant in and how much stuff you actually feel comfortable planting and starting with. So as long as you're covering those basics, you're making sure the weeds are down, you're watering it, and you're making sure that it has the proper nutrients by feeding it. That really is all that it requires. And that can be done in very short amount of time every week, every day, especially if it's something where you're not, you don't have this huge half acre garden. You just have a green stock planter on your back porch, but you have so many different options you can grow in that green stock. And it really does give you a lot of growing space. So I just think that you can, like I said at the beginning of this, you can do this and it does not have to take as much time as we often think that it does. So if you have decided you are going to start a garden this year, please share with me. Please email me or message me on social media. I would love to hear what it is you are going to start growing. Or if you are growing, maybe you already are already have a garden and you are growing something new this year, please share with me that as well. It is always my desire to grow something or more than one thing, usually multiple things new every single year. So I love hearing from other people what it is they're growing because it gives me ideas as well. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this and I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.